Have you been thinking about buying, selling, or investing in real estate? Tyler and Shana Camps with Keller Williams Realty have been serving New Mexico families for over 10 years. With their knowledge and guidance, you're guaranteed to have a slam dunk experience. Give them a call at 505-615-8437. Davis Healthcare Navigation is a woman-owned business with 29 years of healthcare experience, including floor nursing, medical device sales, and health plan experience. Davis Healthcare Navigation can help your healthcare business with strategic business development, contract negotiations to include value-based contracts and marketing needs. Stacey Johnson Davis can also assist families to navigate healthcare for you or your loved ones. Call 505-401-6537 to discuss your healthcare navigation needs. My name is Ryan Tamori. Welcome back to the Pit Press Podcast. Uh, before we get things started, uh, this is kind of a special edition today. Um, big baseball fan, so happy to have my next guest on. Not to mention his nickname is great. Um, prior to that, just want to send, send a shout out to the American Lung Association in New Mexico. They're sponsoring the Fight for Air Climb. That's April 15th, 2023 at the Fire Training Academy. It's a challenge to climb 365 steps and all funds will benefit the American Lung Association in New Mexico. You can register today at www.climbalbuquerque.com. Again, that benefits the American Lung Association. Fight for air climb April 15th. Uh, that is not tax day. It is April 18th. Um, switching gears here. As you know, we, we often focus on the University of New Mexico, um, but we've branched out and um, already had Jordan Pacheco on that has dual meaning to this podcast. That was these back in Albuquerque, and he's a UNM alumni. Um, but I'm a rather big baseball fan, and we want to show love to the Isotopes, and uh, I'm not a soccer guy and could probably care less, but we also want to show love to the United. However, my next guest is an Albuquerque Isotope. Uh, he is a shortstop third baseman. He is now in his fifth professional season, all with the Rockies organization. He's from Miami, Florida, and he's a South Florida alumni. He goes by Robert Patrick Montez, but you might know him as Coco Montez, Coco, how are you doing today? Good, good. Uh, happy to be on the podcast. I appreciate it. By the way, I don't even think I told you this before we hit record. The name of our <laughs> site and p- website is the Pit Press Podcast or the Pit Press. Just in, I, I'm a UNM alumni, so just a little homage to uh, the Pit. Uh, but we we want to talk. We want to focus on other sports here in in New Mexico. So happy to have an Albuquerque isotope on. Uh, You're from Miami, and I'm only asking you this. Do you cheer for any of the teams there? Do you have any of the allegiance to what the University of Miami just did to the Final Four? Do you not care at all? I cheer for the Dolphins, the Heat, and the Florida Panthers. But uh, no, University of Miami, they never never offered me a scholarship, so they lost my uh, (laughs) fanship a long time ago. I, I, I'm not blaming you that it's, it was nice to hear, uh, you didn't mention the Marlins in there and I'm guessing cause you, you, you're in the Rockies organization. Oh, yeah, obviously. Uh, yeah, but I'm no, Rockies was, fan. Oh gosh. Yeah. No, it was very cool to, uh, to hear you throw in the Florida Panthers there. Not much hockey love in this city. Uh, my East coast roots are, are, are uh, ha- yeah, ha- I, I wouldn't say, uh, I follow hockey too much, but, uh, 
they're a hometown team, so I gotta I gotta support them. Oh, I've that, been to a couple games. It's a good time. I love that. Uh, here, here's the next question for you: How vastly different is Miami from Albuquerque? <laughs> very, very different. Uh, we got the the ocean beach swamp area, Miami, and then it's just desert out here, no water to be found. So that's the big difference for me. Is uh, I remember last year I got here and the first thing, or we had an off day or something, the all star break, and I asked, say, hey, is there any lakes or something around here I can go? take a swim or do something like that. And they're like, yeah, there's one about two hours away. I was like, what? You got no lakes out here. You, uh, you remind me of my uncle. He moved from Eastern Pennsylvania and he grew up in New Jersey. And when he moved out here, they were, he was like, there's no water and there's nowhere to put my boat. And he sold his boat. So that, <laughs> that's yeah, the, the water is a big one for me. Yeah, dude. I, I, again, I worked out in New York. I lived in New Jersey. I understand that, uh, big time. Um, I wouldn't probably trade the, the skyline here for anything. And that's about, one of the only few positive things I'll say about my hometown in Albuquerque. No, no, it's it's a beautiful, uh, beautiful sights. I do, I do like to hike and do things like that. I just would like when I do the hike to be like a waterfall or something at the end, like a little lake up there, which is usually how the East Coast is. But uh, I do enjoy Albuquerque a lot. It's just very different from uh, what I'm used to. You now, now I'm uh, here. I'll ask you this pr- first because of. Because of the the way the stadium sits, the way Isotopes, excuse me, Rio Grande Credit Union Field at Isotopes Park, um, would you say it's? And I know you've been in Double A and you've been around Triple A ballparks in the league. What do you make of the stadium here? It's a good stadium. I like it a lot. The fans really come out on the weekends here, and that's what uh, that's what makes it nice. You know, having a full crowd, getting ten plus thousand people it's it's nice and then when you get up onto the uh into the press box area you see the mountains behind the field they can't really see it while uh while i'm on field level because it's kind of blocked out by our batter's eye and scoreboard and stuff but uh it's a beautiful view it's a beautiful view i would say this view and then uh salt lake city's field has a nice view of the mountains too you played for the double a hartford yard goats this is not a baseball question but how great is that mascot logo no, it was awesome. Hartford is a is a great, great stadium. They do a great job with uh, the team over there and the fans too. The Rockies really uh, have a good uh, minor league setup, especially for Double A AA and Triple A. Definitely two hot spots here in the minor leagues. Uh, I'm 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 wrapping all around all the bases here, and I'm all over the place. But you played ball at South Florida. What is it like playing? there in Tampa and what is it like playing in in the American and, and your overall uh just college experience playing at South Florida? Uh, I loved it. I loved University of South Florida. Uh the competition. Our conference is uh it might not be known as a power five, you know, like the SEC and all those schools, but uh it was a good baseball conference. We had I think it was an eight team conference my last two years and we had three, four teams go into regionals. East Carolina is always a top 10, top 15 team. Us, Houston, UConn would sneak into the top 25 throughout the year at times. And it was good. You know, it was very competitive. And as I'm going through the minor leagues, I can see that we were good baseball players in that conference because I see a lot of guys making their major league debuts or I'm playing against them in AAA again now and I haven't seen, seen them since college. So it's nice. Do you still keep up? Do you still watch them? Uh... I keep up with the scores. I don't really get to watch uh, too much just because I'm busy. We're playing baseball too at the same times a lot. 
but uh, I'll keep up with the scores. They've been uh, they've been struggling. They've been struggling the last couple of years, and hopefully they could uh, turn it around. And uh, we'll see. You know if they if they could do something here uh, this season. Now switching gears with not with more, less dumb questions, focusing on your AAA experience. You had a strong a strong spring training with the Rockies. What did you take away from that? Uh, nothing. Just learned. Got to get familiar with some of the guys. It was my first time ever being uh, in big league camp. So, you know, when you're in minor league camp, they'll call you up to come back up in the games every now and then. But it's not the same. I didn't really get to know the guys. And this year, being able to be in the locker room with them, practice with them, and go through my day, my full day with them, I got to know a lot of the guys and learn and just watch and see how they go about their business and see what I can uh, do to improve my professionalism and uh, and my skills. You know, the Rockies have, if you're a baseball fan, the Rockies have a few names. They've got Charlie Blackman, Chris Bryant, CJ Crone. Did you talk to them? What did you take away from vets and baseball caliber players of that caliber? Uh, I talked to everyone. They were all really good guys and just, just really just watching them is observing them and seeing how they go about their business, how serious they take the little things, which is a, uh, which is very nice to see. And uh, just seeing that there's a reason why they're up there. Uh, the one guy I really got to talk to a lot just cause we're both infielders. And so we would practice a lot of the time together was uh, Ryan McMahon, really good guy, really uh, watched him a lot and how he went about his business. Good attitude. I think he's a, he's a good leader. One of the good leaders in the clubhouse. And it was, uh, it was just really nice to be up there and, learn that was my bad I, I actually literally had the i have the rockies game on in the background and i didn't even bother to think of his name so that's my bad man um but you oh, you you entered your first your your first opening day at the triple a level this season again because of the way you finished last year with the isotopes what did that mean to you and what did that mean for your career to have this opening day at the triple a level well it was nice you know i've had a opening day at every level now other than high a. I never played in high a, but uh it was nice it was a little cold real 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 cold actually I think it was the coldest game in isotopes history so uh the fans didn't really stick around too long but uh it was nice especially uh the few fans that were there in the beginning they gave me a nice little uh cheer when I got my name called and it's good it's good to see that they appreciate uh the work I put in and I play hard and that type of stuff. You know, I, I always try to do it for the fans. It's they're here. They're watching the game. I got to be out there playing hard. <clears throat> you never know. It might be that one little kid that seeing me for the first time, got to make a good impression. I, I'm glad you answered that question that way, because this leads me into my next one. You were voted by your teammates as the isotopes, Mr. Hustle. This is because of 13, the 13 stolen bases you had last year. Only thrown out once. That was very impressive. Is that a cool recognition and to be honored by your teammates like that? Yeah, it's nice to know that uh, that they appreciate me playing hard. You know, it's not only just a stolen bases. It's it's for the pitchers diving in, diving in the infield, trying to stop balls to save a run for the, the team and things like that. Just always running the bases hard, doing things the right way. And when you do things the right way, your teammates appreciate it, and that's how you build a winning culture. And that's what we're we're trying to do here this year. It's a it's an exciting team we got. 
last year we struggled. Uh, we got basically a completely different team this year, and I think we're we're gonna be real good. Some of the younger guys, like Michael Toglia, that Brett and Doyle, they've got, and I and I, I don't know if you're familiar with the reference from Billy Madison or Doyle Rules. I I met him at media day and I made that comment to him, but that's another, that's another story for another time. Uh, what, those younger guys, have you given them any advice? Have you given any advice to them on, on how to approach triple a ball? Uh, no, they, they, they know what they're doing. I wouldn't say I'm a, a veteran. This is only really my second year here. If anybody has questions, I'm always willing to answer, but, uh, I've played with Tolly and Doyle in the past, not really much Doyle, but uh, totally I've played with in the past, and they're both just really good players. They go about their business the right way, professional guys, play hard, and uh, so you want as a teammate. You know, you want guys that are going to go out there and give it their all every day. Bringing towards the end, the, the back, <clears throat> bringing up the end of last year, you, you finished fantastic with the way you were hitting the ball. You ha- Now, this isn't a knock at you. I just was looking at your stats. You haven't homered since – the end of last year, but you also compiled an 11 game hit streak over the course of July and August last year. Would you rather get that home run out of the way or would you rather have another 11, 12, 13 game hitting streak? What, what, what are you more favored to? Uh, I don't really care. Honestly, as long as I'm putting together good at bats and swinging at good pitches, everything's going to come all at once. Sometimes the hits are going to come. Sometimes the home runs are going to come. So it's just uh, about trying to win the game, really. I don't really care if I hit a long game hit streak or 20 home runs. It's just trying to win. That's the, that's the main focus. I, I think uh, this is like beating a dead horse. Um, what do you make of the rule? Ch- I know it was implemented last year, but what do you make of the rule changes to baseball, especially that have hit the major league level this year? Are you in favor of them? Are you? Mm, what do you think of them? I like them a lot. I think it's going to help the game uh, speed up the fans nowadays. Uh, I know there's there's still those fans that are uh, old school and like the way the game was, which I understand. But uh, the new age is everything. Everybody wants quick quick satisfaction. You know, you go through Instagram and TikTok. These kids are on there every five seconds. They don't want to wait a minute in between a pitch. They want to see the game. It's just cutting out all the unnecessary uh, dead time, and I think think it's good. I think the pickoffs is a good thing. Only two pickoffs per ba- uh, per batter. The guys will pick off twenty times, and you're just sitting there. The fans start booing. Like no one wants to see that. You want to see you throw it home and strike the guy out or let him hit whatever happens. That's so action. We need action and quick pace. The game's still the same. There's just a little bit of a time limit on it now, and I think it's a lot better a lot better for the fans and for the players. Uh, my final question to you is uh, I went to opening night the other night. You kept the, <laughs> you kept the same walk-up song. It's OT Genesis Coco. Dumb question, but why did you pick that? <laughs> and why are you continuing to roll with that walk-up song? Cause it is honestly one of the best. Uh, so that song came out my senior year of high school and I used it and I liked it. You know, I, I go by Coco. So I, can't, I just got to use it. It's, it's a song. It's basically talking, saying it loves me. So <laughs> I kind of just, uh, it goes well. I hadn't used it since my senior year of high school until last year. I was off of it for about six seasons. I would say three college, three professional seasons where I didn't use it. And then I was like, you know what? It's, it's time I go back. It's just got to be my song probably the rest of my career. 
if if so, but you, I do have a special one for uh, mariachi nights here. So uh, uh, got a what, Spanish. What is that? I can't say. Can't say. It's a okay. surprise. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I played baseball <laughs> growing up. I get it's superstition. Uh, if you didn't have that uh, Coco song, would there be another song that you would choose, or is that the only one, or what was your other one? Well, that one's the only one that really fits. Yeah, the rest of the years, I would just kind of mix it up, whatever. I like, uh, I am, my family's Cuban, so I do use a lot of Spanish music at times, which was, uh, I like that, but uh, I just had to switch it up and go back to the to the Coco, so I'm going to be sticking with that one probably the rest of my career. I, I, uh, I did media relations for the Isotopes for about three or four months. I replaced somebody, and there was a... A uh, veteran named John Lindsay, he's got to be, he, he was like 38, this is 10 years, 13 years ago now, and he was a veteran, and he had never played in uh, the major leagues, and uh, the guys in the the dugout were, um, they played a joke on him, and then he got called up to the Dodgers like a couple weeks later, but uh, they had him walk out to It's Raining Men, and uh, the dugout exploded, and I thought it was, I thought it was hilarious, but anyway, I'm just, I'm just throwing that story out to you. Um, he is a shortstop third baseman for the Al- Albuquerque Isotopes. He is in his fifth professional season with the Rockies. I can't thank him enough for taking 17 minutes out of his day uh, to talk to my insignificant butt. His name is Coco Montez. Hey, man, thank you very much, and I wish you the best of luck this season, and maybe we can catch up down the road. Yeah, thank you. Uh, thank you for having me, and let me know anytime uh, you want me to come on. I'm more than willing. Love it, man. Thank you very much. Good luck. Thank you. That's the song, if you didn't know it. And the EP is just a heart made out of cocaine. Um, <laughs> it's a, I mean, it does, the, the walk-up song suits him very much. Uh, thanks to Forrest Stalting from... Uh, he's the Isotopes media manager. Thanks to Coco Montez. Much appreciated. Going to try to get more of those guys on. Uh, but happy to talk to him. Again, my name is Ryan Tamori. This is the Pit Press Podcast. Thank you very much for listening. You snitching, I go loco. Go crazy. Hit you with that drink, I ocho. Thinking that I'm solo.